There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, why don't you talk a little louder at the very beginning of the show. What the hell are you guys doing? What do you got cooking? Your headphones didn't work? No, my head, now I have to wear the wireless ones. Oh, yeah, instead of those cheap ones that you bought that don't work? I hate these. They're headphones. Yeah. That's fine. My face will be like this the whole time. Why, why do you hate them? Because I can hear a little echo. There's no echo. Yeah, there is. What, 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 what? Did, 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 you, 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 say, 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 say. Burn the building down, Brittany. (laughs) (laughs) They're whispering to you? Yeah. Well, well, AJ and Tevin and Tom are still in it. Burn the building to the ground. That's nice. Work from home tomorrow, Brittany. Burn the building down. That's what, you're going to be working from home tomorrow. So what, why'd you come in today? I figured when it's pouring, you wouldn't come in today. I thought so. Uh, I'm yeah. meeting for friends uh, for lunch near here. So. Oh, so it's not about the job. It's no. about That's your why I lunch. It's just convenient. That's why, That's why I, I look cute. I put on makeup. Look. I look nice. Why I don't care about you guys. Out? Oh, what sorry. I was just concentrating. Oh, okay. It's not like I was trying to. Was it, did you powder your tongue today? Is that what you're. Oh, the guy. oh now here he comes to pull your shit out of the water. I don't know what's happening. AJ has to do everything around here. We can wait till the break, AJ. No, no, we're doing it right now. We're going to burn up at least. You guys can keep talking. No, that's right. Everybody's talking. That's I told you. As soon as they start talking, they start talking. It's unbelievable. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Did you get her? We'll check out the break. Yeah, check out the break. Oh, going to check out the break. Thanks, AJ. What if we don't take a break? What about that? You're such a monster. Why am I, what, I'm just saying, what if we don't take a break? You're such a, like... Well, you know, she came in dressed like Dolly Madison or whatever that cupcake woman's name is. I don't know who that is. Dolly, wasn't Dolly Madison, it was a cupcake brand. Dolly, I think it was Dolly Madison. Uh, think, are you looking it up? Yep. Tell me what you found. It looks like, yes, it was a cupcake brand. Yep, touchdown! But I'm not seeing a picture of Dolly anywhere. Let's... <laughs> I don't, Dolly might have been fake. I'm not sure, but there's a possibility. They were good. They were not as good as the, what are the, who makes the other ones? Hostess? Hostess. Ooh, Those are good. Yeah. Yeah, little Debbie? Good. Little Debbie, that's another good one. No, Hostess, no. Little Debbie, you got. Betty Crocker? Betty, that... Does Betty Crocker have cupcakes? They probably like make your own, yeah. They have yeah, a... good luck to me. They <laughs> had a commercial growing up that they go, Betty Crocker knows 
what a guy wants. I know. And I like have that in my head forty <laughs> percent of my forty percent of my life. I know how to seduce a man. Just gives him some Betty Crocker. Like, I also want that Betty Crocker. Am I confused? Um, also, the most famous Dolly Madison that pops up is Dolly Todd Madison, who is the wife of James Madison, the fourth president. So. And who was she related to? Who hmm? was her mother and father? Hmm? Uh, Come on. Mm. Come on, Tevin. Let's go. Let's go, Tevin. She was... She was... Thomas Jefferson. (laughs) I don't know. James Madison. um, Well, they're all banging. Martha Washington, it looks like, is in here. I don't know. These are just people search for. But she looks nothing like Britney is the point. And that's a very big compliment to Britney. Thank you. Is it? Oh, yeah. Not Not a looker? Well, I mean, all of her photos are paintings, but... <laughs> so then it's not actually a compliment to her, because you, you don't look hideous. That's what he just said to you. I'm fine with that. That's, a, well, that's probably the best thing I'll get all day. <laughs> That'll work for you. I'm glad to hear it. Okay, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to read you the uh, forecast, but do not think, because it's 55 degrees, that it's warm out, because it's colder than a witch's tit. Great line by J.D. Salinger. Uh, cloudy with occasional showers. A thunderstorm is possible. The high 58. Uh, showery, windy, and colder late, low of 40. Then tomorrow, here it comes, ladies and gentlemen. Colder and windy with morning showers, a high of 44 tomorrow. Saturday clouds increase, blustery and cold. So it's going to be windy, snow showers likely, and a high of 36. Hot take. I don't think it feels that cold out. You don't? No. I think it's freezing. Yeah, I'm going to decide with Brittany. It doesn't feel that cold out oh, compared to what is coming. Well, that's compared, yeah, you're right. Compared to what's coming, you're right about that. So, yeah, basically, I'll just go with the highs. A high of 58 today, a high of 44 tomorrow, a high of 46, uh, 36 on Saturday, high of 35 on Sunday, 36 on Monday, 37 on Tuesday. It ain't warming up anytime soon, let me just tell you that. So if you find the 55 to 58 today toasty, you better suck it all in because it's going away. <laughs> I'm sure it'll come back in a couple of days. You know, you'll get back in the 50s, don't you? I think. Yeah, like April, May. Yeah, there you go. Uh, rain and 55 right now. And uh, it, and this basically is just us being really wonderful people to you. Leave for work or wherever you're going early today because you ain't going to get there on time. It's terrible. And if you haven't left yet and you needed to, too bad. You're in big <laughs> trouble because I was behind a guy doing 33 on the freeway. Yeah. 33. Just, I uh, panic text AJ, like, I don't think I'm going to make it. And he's like, take your time. And that's what you need. You need someone to tell you, just take your time. That's not what he said. I was here when he said it. He said, F off. That's what he said. I heard him. Locks are changed. (laughs) (laughs) We changed the locks. Don't even come in. Everything's good. Yeah, so it's, see, did it feel cold to you? I'll I'll sit in the middle here because it, it it definitely felt cooler than it has been. Oh god! But yes. I'm not. It wasn't like freezing. I'm shivering type cold. Like I was. I had a jacket on, so I think that helped. But. Oh yes, yeah. I didn't have a jacket. That's true. Pick it's a side, one. AJ. It's either cold. I or... picked the middle side. <laughs> Two sides on this. The lukewarm side. Very smart. Pick the middle. That's not. I wish we would start picking the middle in America. That'd be nice. Don't oh, you think? I know it. I know Why don't it. we just kind of move to the middle? What do you say? Maybe we can all get along and stop with this crazy BS that's going on. God, people are. I watched it. Did you watch yesterday after they elected the new speaker and all that stuff? No. What they do? Did they? They were all just chirping about their own needs. Of course, yeah. more me now. That's what it was all about. He. Uh, well, the one thing I. I don't know if he did it on purpose or not because it'll piss some people off. <laughs> 
he got up and talked about God for about 10 minutes. So I'm sure some That's, of those. Was people. it like a thank, like I want to thank God for, you know, giving me this opportunity, or was it more of like a. This is a great country because uh, because okay. of our belief in God and that kind of there thing. There we go. I feel like that's weird. Yes. Oh, and, and not because I care. People, I love that people have God. Yeah, I love, fine, yeah. I I love that people have religion. I, there's so many religious people <clears throat> in my life, and I feel I, whenever I like need something, I'll be like, can you give me some extra extra love? I feel mm-hmm. like he talks to you. <clears throat> but like, if I got like promoted at work, and the first thing I did was like, <clears throat> let me just tell you how God was involved, you guys would be like, ma'am, uh, calm down. Get like, off the box. <laughs> Well, let's do a comparison. So on the far right, he talked about God for 10 minutes. Yeah. And if you're on the far left, he'd have been talking about killing Jews the whole time. What? Which would have been better? I, God. You haven't been watching the news lately, have you? No, but I mean like... Holy crap. Every college in America is anti-Jew now. That's not the one um, we want. No, it is not the one we want because... Although I'm... I, well, I, can I call Gelfand my friend or should I just admit it and he's a pain in the ass? What should I do? He can be both. Trust me, <laughs> as I look at you. Both. How could you hate Gelfand? Look, I understand how Gelfand could drive somebody nuts. There's no question. But you couldn't hate Gelfand. I love Gelfand. Nice no. Jewish boy. Right. He, he's not, there's nothing that screams, I should not like Gelfand. Tevin, you think part of that is because I grew up in the neighborhood I grew up in? Blacks, Jews, Catholics. So I, I've always loved yeah. Jews. I always have, honest to God. And I've been stabbed in the back by them just like every other race, color, and greed. But, you oh, know. Right. Yeah, I've, you, everybody, no matter, you give any type of person a chance you're going to find or a group of people a chance, you're going to find somebody in that group that will do something negative right. towards you. But if you grow up where in a melting pot where you have everybody is represented, you're, I think, more likely to be accepting and at least understanding of other people. Where did this all come from? Because I had never heard, you know, kill the Jews before in America. I said, what? Yeah, where did, did this come from? Uh, no, I don't know if there was one event that kind of sparked it, but yeah, it does seem to come out of nowhere because there's nothing that, like, Jews didn't do anything that I'm aware of that no. made people hate them. Do you th- then it's because of the professors. The professors are puking this stuff out. Probably. That's why I lasted in college for one day. Well, colleges, they're essentially, I mean, it's a bunch of kids that are still very impressionable. So if you get a professor that preaches one way or the other, you're Mm -hmm. likely to, you know, shift some minds for sure. Is this a tough place to be for me because I'm not anti-Jew or anti-Palestinian? It's none of my goddamn business, first of all. Uh, secondly, there are good people in both areas and there are bad people in both areas. Correct? Correct. Yeah. Calm down, everybody. Right? Yeah. Isn't it time to calm down? Calm down. Calm down. That's all I'm saying. And I still love the fact that Kinky Friedman and the Texas Jew boys, Baruch Hattah, Adonai, what's the matter with you, boy? It's beautiful. <laughs> it's perfect. It snaps. Yeah. Can we... <laughs> The one you want. Kinky Friedman was funny as hell, man. You know who's with us now is Kinky Judd. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> More nicknames. More nicknames. More nicknames. Oh, Tits Arneson and Kinky Judd. <laughs> he goes, oh, boy. <laughs> I'm a lot of things. I don't know if Kinky uh, meets the threshold, especially at almost 54. You don't think Kinky is part of your deal? <laughs> I, I, I got a lot going on here. I'm not going to lie about that. A lot of, lot of things, a lot of faults, but I don't know that Kinky meets the uh, <laughs> You know what, Judd? Lack of kink might be a kink. You Ooh, never lack know. Lack of kink. We should change Ooh, it. T- boy. 
Steve. We should change the name of a town in northern Minnesota to Lackakink. Lackakink. Lackakink, Minnesota. Oh, no. That, that actually does work. That sounds That's phenomenal, really isn't it? Lackakink, Minnesota. Because yep. you'd oh, be like, yeah, it's the tribe of Ojibwe whatever <laughs> branch, and it works, yeah. That's it's all really true. Good. So Judd, and how many times when you were a little boy? Oh, no, maybe you're not old enough for this. But if you were my age, your entire childhood, from the time you were 11 till you were about 21, you'd have been called Judd for the Defense. I guarantee it. It was a huge I, TV show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with uh, Carl Betts. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Know, yep. Because, and I, I know that because I was a, uh, a fan when they reran it years ago oh. on Nickelodeon of the Donna Reed show. I love Donna so Reed. They reran that show. I think, they, I think somebody still does. But you know what I do get a lot of and got a lot of was uh, Jughead. Jughead? Archies. Sure. Mm-hmm. I love Jughead. From nice the Archies. Hat. Had a really nice mm-hmm. hat, I thought. I got a lot of that. So so I did. So the name did lend itself to being, uh, to being I don't know if mock's the right word, but adopted oh. to a character. No, I understand it because I was Barnard, so I was Barney. So, of course, I was Fred Flintstone's neighbor. Barney Rubble. Barney, Barney hey, Rubble, Rubble what's up? What's going on, Rubble? I thought they would have went like the purple dinosaur route with Barney. That's true. That was later on in life. There's mm-hmm. no question about it. I sort of like that, though. Because the Flintstones is one of the great all-time shows. Oh, my God. That show's great. That, that show Primetime car- cartoon? Before the Simpsons, the only primetime cartoon. Very good, sir. How did you Thank know you. that? You're not old enough to know that. Um, I'm not, but I, I loved it growing up in reruns as a kid, and I have read up on it and because it was a direct descendant and in some ways rip off of the honeymooners yeah yeah i was uh i i read that it was actually a primetime cartoon because it was brilliantly aimed at kids and adults i swear to god and i'm not making this up i swear to god that kath and i ended up together because of the flintstones because i am about as fred flintstone as they get and she's about as Velma? Wilma. 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 I mean, ask God, we, uh, I would guess about five Halloweens, we went as Fred and Wilma. <laughs> that makes <laughs> sense. That's perfect. Doesn't it? Yeah, that actually like, lands, yeah. I do like Fred a lot, too. Oh, I do, too. I really do like Fred. Like, like if to me, that's a, that's a compliment if you get called Fred Flintstone. When I was a little boy, I asked my mother, Mom, what size do you think Fred's shoe is? Because remember, he had those feet that were like huge. But they were like almost squares. <laughs> they were. Because they were so, like, also wide. He had big square feet. He had to push his My car feet have around, been. So. Yeah, that's right. My feet have been uh, compared to Fred's feet Me by too. my wife. So. Me too. Brutal. The Flintstone feet. And, and yep. you know, she's not entirely wrong. I'm not going to lie here. I understand completely. Do you mind if we take our break early so we can have you on with a straight shot? No, you, not, what time do you have to be uh-huh. off? Uh, like 8.35 thir- or so. I'm oh, fine. Oh, wonderful. Well, let's take a break yeah. and be right back Go in ahead. a couple of minutes because then we can talk for 20 straight minutes because we've got a lot to talk about. Obviously, a lot coming up, the World Series and all the rest of it. Talk about the Vikings. Talk about all kinds of stuff with Judd right after this, ladies and gentlemen. Tom here, and I just read a success story from mnfatloss.com. Client Elizabeth, who just completed the program, Elizabeth writes, I'm a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had... Uh, Constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, and brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several other programs in which I would lose 5 to 10 pounds after months of struggling, only to gain it right back after 60 days of the MN Fat Loss program. 
I was down 25 pounds. MM Fat Loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating, my weight, without having to sacrifice foods that I like. Let me assure you that the short 60 days is totally worth it. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this is the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself. Matter of fact, I want to mention right in the middle here, I think it's a good time for it. Anyway, is that I'm going to take another 30 days because I've been, you know, in that middle, between period, I guess is a good thing to call it, uh, where I lost about 30 pounds somewhere in there. And in 30 days, right after, well, not even 30 days, I guess it'd be about three weeks, something like that. Three weeks, four weeks, whatever it's going to be. I am going to lose another 20-some pounds because I'm going to get down to 215 or under for the first time since I was in 10th grade. What do you think of that challenge? Yeah, baby. Huh? I feel like it's also, calm down, sir. What? It's a fun challenge, but like, don't be so hard on yourself. You're doing really well. I said I should carry extra weight so my heart gives out. Is that what you're saying? Whoa, you think I'm trying to kill you? See? Pretty... What are you uh, in his will? What would I even gain? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Exactly. Like, no, it's gonna be great. I'm just gonna do it because right. as you move on in years, it's better to you know get a little lighter. It's a good thing, right? I think it's a good thing. I think yes, as yeah, but I just don't. Yes. Okay. Back to MN Fat Loss. Great job, Elizabeth. I'm so happy to hear about your success. Are you ready to lose weight and feel better? Go to mnfatloss.com and schedule a free phone consultation. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. You do not have to take time off of work. This is my favorite part. You don't have to take time off of work or get a babysitter for the kids. It's as easy as getting on a quick call with the expert staff. You can share your goals, learn about the program, and see if it is a good fit to help you lose weight and feel better. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted weight. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story, and please let them know that Tom sent you. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. 
Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Stop saying the F-bomb on the air, Kevin. What are you doing? I love the fact that his mic wasn't even on. I and It was very it. obvious. Right. Whatever. <clears throat> I didn't know we were going back yet, so I was giving it the, yeah, well, he can go F himself. <laughs> <laughs> Only I didn't say F himself. Uh, you need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results, well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Very smart idea. Do yourself a favor. Call Josh now for a no-obligation 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments, which is a good thing. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did, and tell him his guy, Tom, sent you. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Judd's on the air with us. We got a lot of uh, baseball to talk about, some basketball to talk about. Of course, the Wild open their season. Lots to talk about in the sports arena. Including the fact that the Timberwolves... I don't know who watched it. I'm guessing Tevin might have, AJ might have, but um, man, was that a poor performance. It's only one game, but uh, it would help to shoot a little bit better than that. And uh, that's, uh, you know, it, it's funny because it's it's one game, but when it's the Timberwolves, you always think to yourself, is this a sign of things to come, unfortunately? Yeah, no, I know. No, you're absolutely right. It, it's just... I have not watched the NBA in a long time. I was a big Celtics fan back when Mikhail was with the team. And, well, Larry Bird, he was part of the reason I watched, too. I just want you to know that. But, oh, just a very small one, I'm yeah, sure. Small part. Robert Parrish, you know, cared a little bit about him, too. What a great team that was. But um, I tried tried watching the Timberwolves over the years. And a couple of – Al Jefferson was a neighbor of mine one time. What a nice guy he was. Was he? Yeah, Al Jefferson was a really nice guy. Okay. But um, matter of fact, you know whose house he bought was uh, Johan Santana. Santana was my neighbor, and he moved out, and then Al Jefferson moved in in Golden Valley. <laughs> I guess it, it's good to be rich, Tom. That's, that's No, no. Key, they, right? Actually, to tell you the truth, the house that they both lived in, it was a very nice house, but it was not right. a mansion or anything like that. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it was very I, nice. I once, I, I once went to, um, to, to do a story when I was at the Strib covering the Vikings on Steve Hutchinson. And, and he had a house out in Maple Grove, which was by the, the late Flip Saunders' house. Oh, sure. Uh, Carlos <laughs> Silva lived out there. And I remember going into his house, and it's the first time I saw this, and I've seen it since with guys. He had not he didn't have just a basement, but had like a viewing room, um, which was like a, a 
huge TV, like not just a big screen, right. but an enormous TV. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the best part was there was another room off the basement that went down even further, in which there was a basically half court basketball. Gym. Oh, really? Yes. I thought you were going to say wine cellar. Uh, it could have been, but it was a <laughs> it was a basketball. So so you had like a, a basketball court. Um, below that so that's when i said to myself boy it must be good to be it must be good to make the money that these guys make i was uh i could tell you my quick basketball uh story if you don't mind it's about two seconds i was over at the southdale ymca one time many many years ago this this is a long time ago right and they're playing basketball and i signed in to you know jump in the game all listen and i decided i was going to stop playing basketball forever when a young kid about five foot five dunked over me. Dang. His that feet was it, huh? were like about this far from the top of my head. I'm like, Jesus, pal. I mean, he got literally five feet in the damn air, six feet maybe. I know that sounds impossible, and maybe it is, but I don't know how to hell. And he could palm a basketball, and he was only five five. It's were not you, fair. Were you playing Spud Webb? It, was, it looked a lot like Spud Webb's kind of play. That's exactly right. That's a very good comparison. Jeez. Yeah. No, that's, Dunked over me. That would make me quit, too. <laughs> that would definitely make me quit, too. Well, wait. wait. So you – this was just a pickup game, though, yeah. right? Oh, like, yeah. Like, just yep. a fun – you know, that guy probably belonged in a different pickup game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like if he's that, like, yes. like you're trying to have fun out there. That's my point is you're trying to have fun and you know, mm-hmm. you're doing your thing. And that guy probably ne- needed to go to a different pickup game and join it where the competition was, you know, more his speed, right? Yeah, well, one great line from that whole deal is we're playing and we're going on and on. And there was a guy who, uh, I guess sneaked in with a six pack of beer in his uh, duffel bag so he'd go over and take a pull off his beer once in a while, and he decided, Spud Webb Two or whatever this mm-hmm. kid's name was, the the other guy who was Schwielin decided to criticize Spud Webb. He goes, "Man, you don't know how to play basketball." And Spud looks at him and goes, "Yeah, I know you know how to drink, though." Dang. <laughs> well, one of them was right. right. <laughs> exactly. Was the guy that was drinking? He was also playing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. There is nothing I would want to do less with a stomach full of beer than <laughs> oh, play yeah. any type of sport. Kevin, it's like Are a, you kidding me? It's a whole thing. So, like, this happens at, like, because I play tennis. People will go to, like, the tennis club mm-hmm. and drink while they play, like, secretly. Like, they're hardcore alcoholics, but they do this. It's really? Just, yeah. Like, that's no. a big one is people playing things like these activities drunk but they're like such hardcore alcoholics and they like drink while they play it's like, crazy and i could see i could understand like oh we were having a couple drinks and we're like ah, right. oh, should we go shoot around on the court a little bit yeah right. whatever right but yeah, like kind of weird because it's like a second location well no if it's like if you're sitting at the tennis club or like your tennis club and you're like oh should we like just hit the ball around that okay that makes sense you're a little drunk and you're like ah let's go play tennis but not like <laughs> You know what? Water, Gatorade? No, 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 no. Let me get some wine, maybe a little vodka, beer. No, I don't want that in my stomach. No. Well, beer though. Beer. Beer's beer's terrible. the one I I don't get. No. Like like I can see full. tennis and like uh you know a Sunday morning tennis match right with a mimosas. I'm not saying a bunch of them, but I'm just saying as far mm-hmm. as your point, Tevin, it's the beer that would. I mean, I can't imagine running a basketball court. Right? No, no, you're right. 
and I'm assuming that guy didn't sneak in like some high quality beer. It's probably no. like some Colt 45s or some Miller Lights, right. something yeah. like that. Yeah, I think you're. I think <laughs> it was Colt. I think it was Colt 45 because he had the bigger cans, I right? I don't want to lean into yes. the stereotype, but yeah, probably a Colt 45 in that gym bag. Yeah, they had the. They weren't just 12 ounce beers. They were like 20 ounce beers. Yeah, yeah, that was Colt 45. I remember that. Mo, definitely so. We're talking a little sports here. We got a little basketball going on now. We got a lot of baseball going on now. We got hockey going on now. Went to the game on Saturday night. Not a lot of winning going on right now, though, with the Minnesota teams. No, the Wild uh, came back and beat Edmonton a couple of nights ago. Good, but, yeah, the good. Wolves lost last night. The Twins are done. Now, the Vikings have won two consecutive yeah. games. Yep. And I will say this about the Vikings. <laughs> There is now, um, right or wrong, the win against San Francisco on Monday has a lot of people excited now because if mm-hmm. they beat the Packers this Sunday, yeah, they're they're going to be you know four and four at that mm-hmm. point. So this game to, against the the Packers is is actually huge because if they lose, you're gonna you talk about whining and moaning, right? Oh, Bitching God. and moaning. But if they win, now it's three in a row, and now people are. I, I mean, people are. If they're not back on the bandwagon right now, it feels like they're set to jump. So be prepared for there to be a lot of excitement about the Vikings, right or wrong, if they win on Sunday in, in Green Bay. Yeah, and especially because Green Bay's missing a ton of people. They're very banged up. Their quarterback isn't – they don't have no. Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre isn't running out of that tunnel for them. So we have a legitimate opportunity to beat a team where – Feels like we're playing the way that we should have been playing all year. So if we yes. can continue to do this, yeah, we can. I'm not saying we're going to make a run and all of a sudden win the Super Bowl, but we should at least be able to turn the season around and be respectable the rest of the way. I think that's true. I still can't believe the season's almost half over already. I mean, in a mm-hmm. week and a half, the season's going to be half over. I like, what? Man, that went by fast. November 1st is right around the corner. It is. Indeed, it is. So, and yeah. You know, I used to have a birthday in November until my grandson, Ethan, took it from me. So yeah. I don't have a birthday anymore. Yeah. November 7th, I used to be have a birthday. Nope, that's Ethan's birthday now. It's not yours. Okay, so thank you. So what do you, so what, they just ignore you completely? Well, same thing with JB's son, John Blackshear Jr. He was born November yeah. 7th, and every time I see him, he goes, I stole your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good line, actually. It is a good line. So, uh, okay, so the Vikings are looking much better than we thought they would because they absolutely sucked at the beginning of the season. They've come back, though. That's a nice thing to see them come. I did not think they were going to beat San Francisco any way, shape, or form. No way I thought they'd beat San Francisco. No one did. And and that's the so that's the thing I'm interested in now, though, is if they if they continue to be hot. What I'm interested in is, you know, the one thing that the San Francisco game that the Vikings had going for them is exactly what you just said. Nobody expected a thing. Yeah. So so there was really no pressure. Like they like they had because no one expected a damn thing, right? Everyone, including the Vikings, were like, well, if they win, it's going to be a huge upset. It's going to be great. And they did. So here's my question. If they get hot now and they beat Green Bay, and, and there is, I think there's an expectation, at least among their own fans, that they're going to beat the Packers on Sunday. Yes. How, how do they play then? I will say... The quarterback has a tendency to play very well when nobody expects much right. from him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's true. And 
And when they do, like, let's say, for instance, the Giants playoff game, where where he did actually statistically play well, but then, of course, he checked the ball down at the end. So, like, this is the next, this is the next step for me is when the pressure ignites now, how do you handle that? Yeah, that's going to be interesting because, that, you know, the pressure is totally – when you're – what were they, 0-4 or what the hell ever they were, the pressure's totally off because you suck and nobody expects you to do anything. So, in my mind – Mentally, it's easier to play that game, isn't it? It's 100%. It's yep. 100%. And I'll, I'll go back to your club, the 87 Twins. Um, you think about that, though, and like Herbeck and Viola and Gaetti, mm-hmm. you think about how they handled pressure. Like, they just laughed at it. No doubt about it. No and that's question. my question. A lot of guys, and, and look, I'm sure it's tough, but a lot of guys can't. Like, when, when the pressure mounts, a lot of guys feel it. Um, and, and I, I always thought that that was the most special thing about that twins club was, you know, Ken her Ken Herbeck went hunting the morning of game seven. He did, which, which <laughs> by the way, the an- anniversary of that was yesterday, but Kent Herbeck was two like two hours from the twin cities on the morning of game seven hunting that is being able to handle pressure. In a very special way. Yeah, that would be Herbeck. Do 100%. We know, do we know? Did he shoot anything that morning? Ask him next time he's on. Yeah. yeah, That's a good question. That'd be great to ask. That is so wonderful. There's no question. By the way, before you go, I'd have to point something out that we got very, very lucky. Because I was going to wear a blue hoodie to work this morning. Which means you and I would have both been wearing green hats and blue hoodies. Ooh, teammates. Ooh, yep. go fight the, win. Yeah, who called who called whom last night? That that's the question, right? Yeah, there so you go. So did you guys coordinate? You know what, personally, I, I would have I would have uh thought it was great. Well, we got the same hat. We got team hats, so that's good. Yeah. I got my Park Tavern hat back. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh I love Park yeah. Tavern. I say how was your lunch there the other day? Oh, it was, it was great. It was great. I love that place. I do too. That place is fantastic. So who'd you go with? Uh, I, I actually went with um, our sales guy, Rob O'Brien, to meet oh, with great uh, kid. Cheryl and Phil. And Phil, I, Phil's the greatest at Park Tavern. N- sure, yep. He is fantastic. No, really, really nice people. And, and yeah, Rob does a hell of a job. You know what's funny about Rob is he, whenever we go to meet a client or whatever, Rob sits there and just kind of stares at me like, is he going to go off the deep end while we're here? <laughs> <laughs> Rob's a great he's like, guy. Great he's like, guy. oh God, I hope not. I hope not. Yes. <laughs> we're hoping not. All right, Pally, we'll talk. Well, I guess we won't talk to you tomorrow. It's Friday tomorrow. You'll talk to Mackie tomorrow, and you'll talk to me uh, Tuesday. Looking forward to it, pal. Thank you. Thank you. Take care, you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, Judd Zolgad, Score North. Those guys are good guys. Well, not Chris. He's okay, I guess. Yeah. Uh, what? Hi. Huh? News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Um, Chris, I'm getting a little worn out waking up about two, three times a month where a guy just shot and killed about 15, 20 people. Yeah, I know. I, I was, Jesus. Uh, yep. I, I, but, I mean, we can't be surprised anymore. No. no. That doesn't make it – I think it's, unfortunately – become such an occurrence that I don't even people don't react the same no you're right and what I don't know what to say what what are we going to say they still haven't found the guy 
um, you know, it's woods, it's countryside, it's, you know, it, it may be a while. Yeah, we haven't heard any kind of update this morning, so we're just sort of waiting to find out. But they know who the guy is. They absolutely have him on camera. They know who he is. Yeah. It was in Maine, yeah. by the way. So they got yep. they got some trees in Maine. Yeah, lots of uh, Lewiston, Maine. Lots of trees. Lots of it's nowhere. I'd heard reported a couple of places this morning that like he could make a run for the border. Like it's like four hours no, away from the Canadian border. So I mean that. <laughs> You better start running, brother. I mean, I <laughs> sure. I mean, theoretically, yes. But yeah. I would say a jog might actually behoove you quite a bit more at that point. A full run, you're not. You're going to be exhausted. Not going to make it. No. Four hours. Well, that'd be how many hours of running? About forty. Yeah, maybe intervals. Maybe do run, walk, run, walk sure. kind of vibe. Yeah. Absolutely. Suggesting an interval run to a mass shooter <laughs> to get to the border. Who still got a rifle with him, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Probably a very reasonable person. I'm sure he would yeah. accept that. Physically uh, fit. Who was he shooting? I didn't I saw I was watching your news this morning and it made yeah. me very, very sad. And I kinda whenever I get sad about that stuff, I kinda tune out because didn't he kill some uh, kids and everything? Everybody does. It, it was a bowling alley. Oh. He went into a bowling alley yeah. and he went into a bar. And the bowling alley, I mean, it was early enough. There very well could have been children in there. So I, I don't think yeah. we haven't heard much about any of the victims. Um, my guess is with that many people who were who've been killed there. I don't even think we haven't even heard a definitive number as to how many people yes, were killed. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that number has been varying throughout the morning, too. So um, I suppose as they get in there and kind of get their arms around what what happened, you know, it, but it, I, I don't know when you guys, when something like this happens to me, I'm always thinking like of all the, like they were at the bowling alley. Right. Yeah. So, yep. so what, what, what can we do aside from never leave our houses? Hey, tell a hand yeah. to pipe down. I can hear her talking in the background. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, she doesn't have to pipe down. No. I'm just kidding. I, yeah. I can't really say anything to her given <laughs> I'm in her office every day. <laughs> <laughs> we love Hannah. She knows like that. the one who's being loud and obnoxious. Did this um, guy have a manifesto? I didn't hear, see that part. Did I he? haven't heard anything about that, like that yet. Although I did read something about some, some kind of Facebook post, and that he had had a known uh, mm -hmm. mental health issue that had come up maybe earlier in the summer. Um, you know, and as as it always seems to be when these things happen there's going to be like a very glaring um, like past where it's like, mm -hmm. well, this is a person who should have um, been able to get some kind of help. There seems like there could have been points where he could have been intersected and, you know, could this have been prevented? I th you're going to hear that same thing coming up. Well, we don't do that anymore. You do that. You, I mean, not kill 16 people, but you commit pretty major crimes. And I want you to just go home and wait for us there. Nobody goes to jail anymore, for Christ's sake. Well, and if it's a mental health thing, you know, it, it's not It's not as... I'll say this, and, and not to be too... I have a, a relative who has some ongoing mental health stuff. And when that person's in trouble, you don't just... You can't just take that person and put them somewhere. No. Mm -hmm. If they don't want to be there, it does not work that way. No, it doesn't. Um, 
it doesn't work that way in any way, shape or form. And so I, you know, I know there's always the idea of like, well, why can't we just put that, do something with that person if they didn't break a law, but yet had been, yeah, um, yeah. You, you know, there, there's really the way things are set up right now that it, it's, you know, I don't know. I almost think when we have these conversations after these things more about like, well, you know, gun laws, no gun laws, this, that, or whatever, it all comes, it all seems to come back to mental health and a lack of resources for people who have are going through mental health crisis. Do you think, and this is not, I'm not talking about local news and I've made this very, very yeah. clear in the past when I'm talking about the news, I am not talking about local news. You guys very even keel, but when you got, you know, CNN going after Fox and Fox going after CNN, and then you got big business supporting both of them on different sides, all the rest of it. These people create a lot of problems. The national news people, and our politicians create more problems than I can believe. They're, they puke this stuff out. People believe and they get all pissed off and start bullying the hell out of each other. I mean, I, I, I do think there's something to be said for just, and we've talked about this before, like the overall population of people just being more triggered, angry. Yes, yep. Uh, anxiety fueled, whatever it might be. I think there's a number of different reasons that you could, you know, you could look into that and find is what's on TV. One of those things, probably, you know what I would do if I were them, this is what I do. Whenever I'm getting stressed out, I sit down and watch the nun two with Catherine. Okay. Is that, is that one of those, um, hot, like horror, horror yes. movies? Yes, and the reason I watch it with Catherine is she does not like horror movies. Well, we neither one of us like slasher movies. You don't like that slasher stuff, yeah. but the scary stuff. But here's what, I don't know if I can even do it, but here's Catherine watching a scary movie. You ready? So somebody will jump out and she goes. All limbs in the air. Yeah, she's, all of her limbs are in the air. She like, does the full on. <laughs> she does. She does the full on deal. And then pulls the the blanket up over her face so she can't see what's going when on. When I get really scared in a movie theater, I co- you know, you do your covering the eyes. Sure, and yeah. then you just go, like, every bone in your body goes, I wish I wasn't here. Why am I here right now? I don't like this. Like, the the waiting for the jump scare is what oh, yeah. I hate. Like, I hate that. It was a pretty good movie. I mean, it wasn't a great movie, but it was a pretty good movie. And she Aren't got there, some like, scares ten different nun movies? I think so, yeah. yes. Like, didn't the, like, nun ten come out? This- <laughs> no, that was... It was 10. It's Saw 10. One of them has like 10 different versions of it. Yeah. yeah well, the one, the 10 just came up, but I can't remember what it's for. It's something 10. Yeah, you're right. But I can't remember what it is. I don't like, I don't like, I can't watch scary movies anymore. I don't like it. I don't I, like it. I don't like the slasher stuff. The, the spooky stuff, I don't mind, but the slasher is like, ugh. Yeah, suspense is fine. Yep. No question. Kevin, I was, I was laughing earlier about your guys' comments about trying to do sports when you're drinking. And Brittany, you're talking about the drunk tennis ladies. Um, <laughs> there was one time, I, so I played basketball in college, and like I was, um, you know, very dedicated to that sport at one point in my life. Well, the year I stopped playing, we still had an intramural team, so I played intramurals that year, which was very fun. Yep. And um, the the night prior, we'd had a keg, and there there happened to be some beer that was left over from the keg, and we didn't have a game until like nine o'clock that night. And, and so the, the keg was just there and it needed to be 
Right, it was going to expire. Off. It was looking at you funny, you know? Yeah. yeah. So we're like, ah, let's have, have a couple and whatever. Hold uh, on it. Go to the intramural game. I'm not kidding you. I took three steps to go just warm up and, like, just fell at the, at the free throw line. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, uh, uh, now I know why people don't drink and try to play basketball because yeah. that is not a – the only sport that you can play while a little bit drunk is like your beer league softball game. Yeah, well, that's oh, yeah. it. Because everybody that. else is drunk anyway. Yep. But like, you can tell the people that kind of like they secretly drink, like they'll have a drink, but they're taking it very seriously, you mm -hmm. know? Like, but it's one of those things, Chris, like in league, like tennis league, nobody would ever drink. Like, it is very intense. Like, yeah. there's no drinking. Yeah. But you know, the afternoon people. There's like casual players. There's like certain women where you go, oh, that woman drinks while she plays. It's, it just blows my mind. Like I also, and I don't drink anymore. I also don't understand drinking in a movie theater when I was a drink. I don't, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm a big fan of that. Because <laughs> I, but the problem, Chris, this is why I don't drink, is like I need to move and groove when I drink. So it's like the problem is, is I am mm -hmm. a troublemaker. Like I don't want to sit, like, I'm going to start talking or wanting to get up or, yeah, like, it's not my vibe. Got to be honest, when I was a kid, Roy Matson's father and mother had a cabin up in Siren, Wisconsin. And all of the boys used to head up there on the weekends, deep as hell snow, three, four feet of snow on the ground. And we would play drinking uh, touch football in three feet of snow. It now was that phenomenal. Would be, that's different yeah. because it you're was, moving in. God, it was a ball. Yeah. Yeah. No question. Actually, I was once tagged out by Greg Lundin, who was also drinking from a can while tagging me out. <laughs> so that was kind of embarrassing. I got to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah, that's probably worse than getting dunked on by a five-foot-five <laughs> five guy. It's multitasking. You're probably right. That is worse. Oh, you got to go, Pally. Yeah, I'm out, you guys. Have a good rest of your day. Bye, Thank Chris. you, sir. Chris Eggert. Ladies and gentlemen, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk. Josh, I will call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. How about that for a start to the show? You got you three hunyucks. You got Judd. You got Chris. What more could any listener ask for? I don't know. I don't think anything. We could probably shut it down. Okay, no. we'll see you tomorrow. It's 8.45 right now. <laughs> show is shorter than my commute. <laughs> Your watch just yelled at me. Just my watch just yelled at her. Sorry, I don't understand. Oh I keep telling goodness. you not to talk so loud. Seriously. You have to talk really loud to get somebody five feet away's watch to start talking back to you. It definitely started because you talked and it was talking while no, I No, 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 no. As soon as you went, well, here's what I think. Are you blaming your watch going off on me? Uh, it did respond to you. As a matter of fact, I looked at it and said, shut up, Brittany. It says right now. Hey, Siri. Set uh, an appointment <laughs> for. Uh... Yeah. Okay. See, it's working. Yeah, of course. That's what I told you. It's working. We gotta turn your Siri off on your watch, sir. Leave me alone. I'll do it. Do you want me to? I don't. You know, not now. I know. But yeah, yeah I, I, yeah. I don't ever use it. So I know. That's Neither fine. do I. All right, we have to take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes. So my watch will swear at Brittany again. They'll be phenomenal. <laughs> she tried to say it was talking about me. Look what it says. Hey, Siri, set an appointment to text Brittany that I love her. There it is. I'll set this. <laughs>
I'll send it. Shut up over there, Brittany. <laughs> I'll. Oh, now we got people calling in on oh top of it. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Mess. Okay. This is a disaster. Our listeners are just wonderful people. Don't yeah. think. Out of control. We do have great listeners, by the way. I ran into a bunch. Why won't you mute? <laughs> I just got a text from you. <laughs> you did. What did he say? It says appointment. Oh, so you wanted oh, your appointment. My watch sent you your appointment time. Appointment. Because <laughs> you're talking to my watch. Oh, we got to start sending things through your oh watch my gosh, to people. Oh, this is amazing. Oh, that's going to crack me up. Oh, that might be a bit. <laughs> Good God. All right, we got to take a break and get away from this psychosis of talking to watches. Yeah. I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friends, Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to the show. I've known Steve and his lovely wife for many, many years. Steve's the owner. I've known them for many years. I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable, which is what we're all looking for, right? Why? Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians. They're not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. Sabre has decided to, uh, look, they're absolutely flat-out dedicated to delivering what you need, correct? Now my watch will not stop talking to me. Shut up over there. I'm not doing anything. You started it. That's what I'm saying. And now, back to keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my whole family, because they have. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to saberheating.com. That is S-A-B-R-E heating.com. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at tombernardshow.com. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. You all have helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. And by the way, that's the number one thing you're talking about here. The employees who work there deserve uh, everything that we deserve, correct? Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about my, my slippers, the Giza Sheets, MyPillow 2.0, and more. Great news, the MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel that you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98. For a limited time, you can get the six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That is a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. 
Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more.